And here we are indeed. Look, there's no perfect time to start a podcast. I've wrestled with this idea actually for a while. And I do realize, um, especially after listening to Chase Jarvis and Gary Vaynerchuk, I was in that procrastination mode. I definitely have to say that there are a lot of things that are coming together that really have forced me to just finally push myself out there. And the most important factor is time. Time is moving by so fast. I don't care what anyone else says. 2020 was a drag, of course. But to me, even though there were some monotonous and crazy days where I lost track with time, I have to say that I think it went by almost too fast in a blink of an eye. Um, and I, I probably should say that I credit that to the fact that I have a job that really keeps me busy and is always full of something to do. But in general, even before COVID, I've been at this stage in my life where I feel like things are just accelerating so fast. It could be because of technology, um, popular culture, all these different things kind of coming together. And it could also be caffeine. I'm going to fully admit that. But the main thing is that I just look back and I realize here we are, another January. And I don't make resolutions because I do believe in the power of change. If you're so inspired, you could do it on a Monday morning in the middle of August. The most important thing is just to go with the vibe, the feeling of the thing that motivates you. So this is why I decided to do this. And also my voice is not the best. I've been fighting allergies uh, for a while. Um, they're chronic indoor allergies as well as, you know, seasonal and, um, but screw it, man. This is, this is hopefully something that's coming through. The words are coming through. You're not fixating on the tonality, I guess. Um, and I do create a lot of words. So I hope you'll put up with that. And if you don't, fight me, okay? And uh, that's what it all boils down to. It's about being cool, being relaxed, and enjoying uh, the power of a moment. And so with this podcast, I definitely feel like it will be an adventure of my own personal thoughts, which will probably be the case um, as I coax other people to join this party. Um, I do know a lot of business owners that I think of right away that I really want to do right by them and showcase the passion that they have for their business and talk to them just as normal people. Um, originally, I was going to get questions to prepare them. We really don't need that because we're all human beings and we all know our stuff. We know what we're interested in. We know what motivates us or what our jobs are, what it is that we want to bring to the world. If you're a business owner, if you're an artist, if you're a comic book illustrator, uh, somebody who is just living has a story to tell. And I'm hoping that uh, this will be a place to do so. So um, for this episode, I wanted to start also with something that is very topical. And I don't know what your political belief systems are or system is. And uh, if you're offended by this, I, I can't control that. I have to speak my truth. But um, like many people, um, there have been some events uh, that have really pushed me to the point of questioning the reality that we're in. When I think about the insurrection, um, the attempt to overthrow the legal process of our election, and I know immediately um, people are going to start tuning out. I really just ask you to think for yourself as a lot of their 
narrative on the other side is your follower. You're, you're buying the media line, the narrative. And I'm like, no, actually, let's stop lumping each other into these absolute categories. I actually approach things tabula rasa in the sense that I assess each situation on what is in front of me. We've had people go to court and fight election results. They've been denied each and every time. They've even said in some of these instances that it's not about fraud. If a narrative is being bought, I think it's on the side of the T-Rump supporters. And I don't want to insult a T-Rump supporter. I want to insult Donald because I don't like him. But it's not Trump derangement syndrome. Oh my God, I said Trump instead of T-Rump. Damn it. What it is, is that when you have someone who started with disrespecting a president who was in office and questioning the authenticity of his birth in the United States of America, and then putting emphasis on his full name, which he knows that despite world events, that is his name, but he wanted to put up the sense of other and division and stoke the fan or fan the flames of division, hatred, paranoia, fear. And so that was right then and there something that left a bad taste in my mouth for both him and his wife. Then T. Rump goes on to come down the escalator at Trump Tower and launch his political campaign with the most outrageous attack on a group of people. Now, for full transparency, I'm half Mexican. In my lineage, my father's side of the family came from Mexico. Uh, when they came to the United States of America, my dad wasn't born yet. When he was born, we were raised as any other American family. My dad was born in Chinatown and has an accent that seems more like an Italian accent because he lived in a predominantly Italian neighborhood. And our lives have not been rooted in the backgrounds of where my parents came from but in the American experience at the time, which was all about assimilation. You know, the culture of, of Brady Bunch um, reruns, uh, Batman reruns, Wonder Woman coming on in the 70s. All of this stuff was what, I guess you could say, what were the points of reference. And I found it very interesting that we have someone who is trying to divide us from the humanity of a group of people. It was outrageous. And from those points, from those events taking place, those things that he initiated, he's gone further to do one thing after another, say one thing after another. I would love if he woke up and was this amazingly cool person who was welcoming yet business savvy. He's bankrupted companies. He stiffed people out of money that he's owed them. He's affected lives prior to becoming president of the United States. And now we have all of this crazy crap that has been going on. I don't want to insult people. I want to open the door to greater understanding, except with him and his family. But with the people that support him, I ask you to consider if you're still clinging on to supporting him, why? Seriously, the media is not all biased against him. Is there some inflammatory talk? I would say that there is on every side. He is actually a source of inflammatory talk. He's the one that encouraged 
the people to go down to the Capitol building and to start this protest without caring how far it would go and taking pleasure from where it went. So again, if you don't believe that this is a case, you're probably not going to be a fan to stick around. But I ask you, if there's some flicker of wanting to understand, make me understand your point of view from an engagement through dialogue, through sharing ideas. And I will do my best with you. If you're respectful of me, I'll be respectful of you, of to you. And we have to start working from a point of uniting because we are definitely divided. And this started before T-Rump. This started with the hyper-partisanship, the talk of one side being so other, otherworldly against your belief systems or my belief systems back and forth, and then obstructionist behavior. There are a lot of people that have come out on the retrumplican side, and I'll say retrumplican. I could have said retrumplican or retrumplican, but that's a little bit harder to say. And someone like a Mitch McConnell, I almost swore, I prevented myself. See, I, I have some self-control, even though I'm getting passionate here. He now comes out in support of trying to go forth, accept the election results and whatnot. First of all, people have to realize that words have power. And that's why I like to be not careful because the thought's going to come through, but I don't want to insult because it's not about that. It's about creating understanding or getting to a point of greater understanding. If we shut each other down because we're being rude, ignorant, combative, it serves no purpose if we hope to be a united nation together. If we think that our side should be the dominant side and screw the liberals, screw the right wingers, screw the progressives, screw this, screw that, then we're fucked. We are. And enough has happened. People declaring red states against blue states and this state against that state and da 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 da. It's over on that front, or it should be, if we want to continue operating as a country that values what the American situation originally was supposed to be. We've evolved as a nation. There have been different time periods where there's been a lot of heinous shit that's happened up to today. We know this. But if we don't continue dialogue and if we don't consider the message that we're sending and we don't sell our concepts on why they're beneficial to each other as human beings, then we're failing. Because trying to make over 328 million people in one country who even those that identify with one particular party or belief system still have shades of differences that could put them at odds, technically, if we don't realize that we have to engage in dialogue, discussion, and seek greater understanding, we are lost. I'm going to not belabor the point much longer, but I do want to say I remember in, I believe it was, I always thought it was 91 or 92, but I believe it was 93. I think I had moved out of my family home into my first apartment and I was spending the night over at uh, my family's house and I was sleeping in the back room, which my sister later took over. 
And I, I think it was right after the Janet album came out by Janet Jackson. Regardless of the exact time frame, it was within that stretch of time, with I would say 91 to 93. I remember laying on the bed, having the window open. There was a screen next to the bed, <clears throat> a window with a screen next to the bed. And I remember thinking, wow, I don't know how I got into the subject <clears throat> or uh, the, the, the idea of thinking about the United States, but I did somehow, some way. And I remember saying, we are a pretty amazing country for everything that we've been through and where we're going. Our strength lies in our diversity. It lies in what we all bring together as individuals, then with our families, then with our communities. We bring a blend of so much that comes together under this umbrella of the United States of America. And I thought to myself, I feel so fortunate, so blessed to live in this country. Well, obviously, I was so totally wrong about the idea of our diversity or diversity being our strength. It's been a course of utter and complete, I guess, regression. We've definitely made some inroads, of course, in terms of the surface uh, being reviewed and looked at. But in the last several years, we've learned that there is still a rot that has spread. It's permeated up to the top layer where you can see it on the surface. And that's both a good and, of course, a very bad thing as we're, we're experiencing now. I think that we can get to the good part of it if we do engage in dialogue and discussion. But I do remember a conversation, or it wasn't a conversation, it was a post, an exchange of comments on a Facebook news article. And, or actually, I think it was a musician's page. Yes, it was. Actually, it was the lead singer of Queen's Reich, Todd Latore. I hope I pronounce his last name correctly. I always say Latore. Um, and the person was like, I have no interest in coming to a greater understanding with you left wing, you leftist radicals. I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember. The, but it was like so violent. Like, I was like, dude, I'm more of a centrist anyway for certain things. Um, and I was like sh shocked that it actually happened in an exchange where I was being very respectful with this person. There is definitely a segment of uh, the population out there that wants it their way. And they're just as radicalized as any of these groups of terrorists that we see out there. And I don't even want to call them names. I really don't because I would like to be able to Vulcan mind meld with people so that we could exchange each other's feelings and come to not only uh, utilizing empathy, but also action. Like what can we do to bridge this gap or these differences? Now with that person trying and coming from a place of really just completely trying to express a point of view based in fact, and respectfully so, and to get that vehement of a, of a, a negative response that they just want to basically eradicate me, it reminded me of the Nazis. And that's a pretty shocking thing to say, but it is what it is. And so here we are.
Now we're in the middle of something that's unfolding, and I don't know if this podcast will actually become a solo journey of um, commentary, self-journaling, I guess, audio journaling. I don't know. Um, I am sleep-deprived, so I hope this all makes sense, but we'll see how this unfolds. I definitely have really appreciated the conversations that I've had with others, and I really couldn't function properly the last few days ever since... Well, it's actually the Monday after um, the event happened, and I uh, have not been feeling good. You know, I've been feeling depressed. I've been feeling angry. I want to fight. And uh, the fighting part definitely is not going to be beneficial. Okay, but I'm going to say this. And as a gay dude who idolized Wonder Woman and wanted to be Wonder Woman when I was younger, bullets and bracelets, and then in the next second become the Hulk, I sometimes feel like you do have to be ready to fight. And then I started thinking, wow, is that the beginning of a civil war? To be thinking that in 2021, and prior to this, of course, for several years, actually, even before the Trump T-Rump administration came into office, it's been a very, very, sobering set of thoughts. So can we come to a greater understanding? I'm sure that supporters of this attempted coup are not going to be listening to this podcast. But I really, really hope that one day we can all realize that we are brothers and sisters united together. And ultimately, it would be great if we could feel that way as world citizens. But um, of course, Sometimes you can't do that within your own family or in your work teams or in your own country. So we have a long road to travel on down. But anyway, this uh, definitely was not a pre-planned episode. <laughs> it really wasn't. I just had the opportunity to record and I decided why not start. And I'm not putting any music to it. Because really, what music can you put to these kind of thoughts? What I can tell you is that I definitely get caffeinated. I do have one of those, I guess, are they called windscreens in front of the microphone? But I'm not sure if that's going to help. And I will twist and butcher things up, especially in the state of sleep deprivation. That's actually one of my my goals is to work on that. I'll share more with you uh, as far as some things that I'm working on projects-wise and uh in areas of self-analysis and uh, self-improvement and not from a corny perspective either. Uh, at least I hope it won't be. We'll see. But anyway, if you made it through to this point, I thank you for listening and let's have a good journey together. Even if it's listening to some scary things and knowing that there's another person out there that feels either the same way you do or has thoughts that come from the same situations, the same turbulence, the same joyous experiences that I'm sure we're going to celebrate. Just life in general. All right. Sending you out only the best. Good energy always. Signing off for now. Bernardo is out. <laughs>